Now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for May the 17th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk about uh, that thing you do uh, that's just like the way your parents do. For example, uh, maybe growing up, your dad was big on keeping the thermostat low, so now you do. Or maybe he was like a stickler for road safety, so now you always drive the speed limit. Or maybe, uh, hypothetically, uh, your mom never came to any of your uh, baseball or soccer games, and she didn't keep any of the crafts you made, and she said you were a mistake and a stupid ginger. And so now you aren't a very good dad. Also, we want to know about that time you tried to be sexy, uh, but it just didn't work out. Being sexy is tricky. It's all about confidence. But the flip side is, though, it's tough to look confident when you've got a ponytail in and a ball gag. I guess your eyes? Sell it with your eyes. Also, uh, speaking of eyes, uh, we want to know the worst thing you ever got in there. This came up because uh, some students in Ohio uh, volunteered to get pepper sprayed by the local police, uh, who really let them have it. Pepper spraying people must be fun, because uh, police seem to love to do it. All right, here we go. The Crash and Mars Show. Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, this is kind of cool. One of the world's auto manufacturing giants is planning to build a new automotive parts warehouse and distribution center just south of the city. Hey, sweet. They say that that new uh, warehouse will generate about 200 jobs for the region, and it's the Ford Motor Company. How big is this warehouse? 400,000 square feet. Damn. Yeah, it's going to be huge. That just service like Western Canada or what? Um, I'm guessing so. It's going to be in the Leduc Business Park. It's set to open for fall 2018, according to the city of Leduc. Mm-hmm. Ford plans for the Leduc facility uh, isn't the company's only recent Canadian investment either. Hmm. Last fall, the company said it would inject $700 million into its Canadian operations as part of a labor deal uh, in out in Ontario. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. You can look forward to that. jobs, sweet. It's going to be a auto manufacturing parts They'll be making parts and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. and distribution yeah, center. Yeah, distributing them. So there you go. You can expect that to open up, which is kind of cool. Hmm. All right, have you guys heard of the Hangover Bandit? What do you mean the Hangover Bandit? Apparently there was a guy. Like if I have too much to drink? No. Yeah. Oh. Running around Edmonton with yeah. a horrible hangover yeah. and robbing people. <laughs> uh, he was known to police as the Hangover Bandit. Several police say that they were robbed at Knife, knife Point on the southeast side of the city, dating back to December... Uh, they say that the man had a smell of alcohol on his breath, mm-hmm. but perhaps wasn't intoxicated. So everyone just assumed he had a super bad Oh, hangover. he didn't roll up and be like, man, I'm so hungover. No. Give me all your money. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he was telling people mm-hmm. he was hungover. Um, he apparently fled in a Mini Cooper a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he's from Beaumont. Oh. oh. Hangover criminal from Beaumont. A 27-year-old Beaumont man with a horrible hangover <laughs> is now facing 47 charges related to a series of robberies mm-hmm. uh, here in Edmonton. Justin James Taylor is being charged. Hmm. Uh, no word, though, on whether he was drunk or... He never confirmed. Or hungover. Nope. Even after getting busted, 
He's not like, yeah, I was really hungover. No, he didn't. Some, made some terrible choices. Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't, he did not give an interview, though. No. Oh, okay. Unfortunately not. Uh, early Sunday morning, officers received a robbery call near, uh, near a convenience store at 60th Street and Millwoods Road. Hmm. Police uh, head out to the scene, and that's where he fled in his Mini Cooper. Hmm. He drives a Mini Cooper, yeah, too? That's his getaway vehicle? That's his getaway car. <laughs> How much is a Mini Cooper? Uh... Are they They're expensive? not cheap because you looked at some uh, years ago and they weren't cheap. When the Mini Cooper first came out, I was all about it. Yeah. I really. But I, it was a pricey car. It was super pricey and I thought it was like, I was, it was like a dream. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're like, oh, one this day. This is I'd your love, ultimate vehicle. Yeah. It's no longer that. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I. Because I think they were like upwards of like 50,000, weren't they? What? No? No. Oh, okay. Ginger's got, got some, some pricing. Uh, got some here? Pricing Canadian there? pricing. Well, we're going to do American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the base model starts at 24 4. 24 4. So that'd be like 33,000. That's still a Canadian? lot. Well, half of Crash's price. <laughs> that's But that's only base model? What if you soup it up? Uh, you're looking at mid 30s? Mid 30s for a Mini Cooper. Hmm. Is that worth it? Yeah, because uh, 24 uh, is around 33,000 Canadian. How would you, how many burglaries did the drunk, did the hungover bandit commit? Uh, the hangover bandit, he did a lot. And he peeled teams, out his it? Cooper every time. Uh, 47 charges. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that was a fairly, he did eventually get caught, but that was a fairly successful getaway vehicle. Yeah, it obviously I guess, was. I guess nobody would ever suspect that the Mini Cooper would be a getaway vehicle. Apparently, he's got 20 counts of robbery, so he got away 19 times. Mm-hmm. You can get into one in Canada starting at 21.9. Hmm. Oh. 0.9% financing. Great deals on Mini yeah. Coopers, guys. <laughs> what do you think, Mars? Yeah, I don't know if uh, Mars wants you to get can, back in that. Get a convertible for twenty eight under $30,000. Oh, you a with a convertible? Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like the day I get a convertible is the day that I've like I've finally entered the Coog. Oh, that's full Coog. Like, I'm full Coog in a convertible, yeah, right? Because right now you have your, uh, I forget what it's called, but you can take your roof off your off your Jeep. Yeah, I've got a Jeep, and I can I have like a sunroof. Oh no! You can take your you can take your whole roof off. Yeah, yeah, I can. So things wide open with a bar across. I guess that's not overly cool. No, that's still that's more like you're outdoorsy. Yeah, that's like I'm going to the mountains. (laughs) Well, are you though? No. She has all the gear in the back seat. It looks like I'm going, so we're good to go. All right, for those of you who are with uh, Bell Media, I'm sure you heard yesterday that a hacker stole almost 2 million customer email addresses from Canada's largest telecommunications company. Apparently, there's more information coming out about that now, Hmm. uh, that uh, the hackers sought payment from Bell Canada. Oh, they're trying to do the uh, hostage thing. Yeah, they're trying to take all or your guys' information and hold it for ransom. Yeah. Um, Bell, though, said that they ignored them. <laughs> they're like, whatever, we lose their information all the time. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> We're not paying yeah. you a cent. Yeah, uh, Bell did a big interview yesterday where they said, quote, we did not reply to their demand. Uh, the company publicly disclosed the breach late yesterday, saying that it exposed about $1.9 million customer email addresses and 1,700 names and active phone numbers. Apparently, the hacker uh, dumped a whole bunch of the documents online, mm. including thousands of email addresses. Yeah. So so Bell could have stopped this had they dipped into their yeah. record profits. I, I'm Paid guessing, them yeah. Off. According to, though, the RCMP, they say and recommend not to give in to ransom demands. Ransom is obviously the big thing now, right? Yeah. Hold information, videos, 
uh, movies ransom. If someone, Ginge, let's say someone got your phone, yeah, and it's filled with nudes, yeah. and they said they're going to release them to the internet, yeah, unless you give them ten thousand, so like like a Ginge and Rach fappening, oh, yeah, for sure. Geez. Yeah, your raunchiest videos and photos. Would you give up ten thousand dollars to get everything back? I think I gotta pay. Really? Yeah, I got oh. kids. Eh, they don't want to see that. <laughs> No, they don't. Well, it was probably filmed in a dimly lit room. No, I like it bright. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, your just porn lighting. Yeah. A spotlight right on Ginger and Ray. Soft like white to, yeah. filters. I like to see everything. <laughs> Man, I have absolutely nothing on my phone. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. You, anybody right now could take my phone and have a little look-see through it. You wouldn't find anything. I have stuff on my phone, but whatever. Have at her. Throw it on the internet. Who cares? My mom called uh, last night. I was talking to her, and she was freaking out because I gave her a uh, a tablet. Yeah. I gave her one of my older tablets because she <laughs> refuses to let me buy her a new one. And her biggest concern was that she wanted to delete her browser history. Mm. Hey. And I, Well, I know. And I'm like, well, Mom, She's what are like, you... like, I just can't figure it out. Yeah, and I'm like, Mom, okay, well, let's walk, you know, I'll walk you through it. So I've got my tablet open. i got my laptop open. We're trying to figure it out. I'm like, what are you looking at that you want to delete your <laughs> private history? And she's like, well, you know, personal things. <laughs> and then she stops and she's, she says, like, porn, Marzi. I'm like, what? <laughs> just want to make sure nobody else sees it. The best part of the conversation, though, this and this was the best part, is that I'm like, okay, well, if you do this, do that. You know, and even like Crash has got his tablet open. We're like, you got to click here and click history and you should be able to. Yeah, she you can't gotta, find it. You, <laughs> she's like, this thing in the top corner, my three holes. I'm like, mom, don't oh, say. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like yeah, you got to click your three holes. I'm like, don't click your three holes, mom. My God. You know what? I'll come over and click your three holes for you. I'll take <laughs> it was like 10 minutes of a debacle. Yeah. And then she starts laughing and she's like, oh, here it is. I finally found it on uh, like to click history and then to clear browser history and I'm like she starts laughing she's like sorry to bug you she's like it was under my boob I'm like why is it <laughs> when she looks at porn she like looks oh, at it hard oh yeah <laughs> no restraints no. nothing I just about died when she said that clear browser history was under her boob <laughs> she's like oh. I got it thank you bye yeah, she's like bye see you tomorrow I'm like okay Oh boy, so <laughs> Alright, there's a video online uh, and it's, if you've got a bit of a squirmish stomach I'm going to warn you from watching it there's no audio uh, it was filmed several years ago but this video has now gone viral it's of, a, of an aircraft carrier crewman being sucked into a jet engine Oh no, does he die? He doesn't die now, watching the video, though, it's pretty intense. The like good the, news is, though, is that he comes out of it only suffering minor injuries. Is it? Uh, oh, my God. I just Googled it. There's a lot of videos like this. Of guys getting sucked into jet engines? Yeah, there's a whole list here. Man sucked in a jet engine. I, man sucked in A6 intruder jet engine. Navy crewman in gets sucked in a jet engine. Quick. Which one is it? This uh, one, this is this is the old one, Marjorie. Yeah, like it's the, the old war. one. It's the black and white one. Yeah, guy dies. He doesn't die. Okay, he doesn't die. So he, this guy's working. It's just I can't watch him go get sucked in. He, I, he does not die. He comes out with only minor injuries. Oh, suspense is killing me. Oh no, does he go? Oh, this guy. Oh, oh God, no. did you see that? Yeah, it just takes him right up how in there. He, how did he not die? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. 
Like, that's basically throwing yourself into a blender. Yeah, right? he did not die. He only suffered minor injuries. And whoever, uh, the video, whoever posted it, it's been posted for a while now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there he is after. He, all, he, uh, all he got was a broken arm? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, he's a, he's a lucky. Yeah, it shows him doing an game. interview after with a broken arm. Yeah. Wow. So if you want to give that a, a Google, um, just make sure you watch the one where he doesn't die. Because it crash, it sounds like you had a whole ton of videos where oh, yeah. it could be a little more grotesque. Mind, yeah, it crash surfs like your mom does. <laughs> <laughs> Dark stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the, the link was under my D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you lift up your parts yeah, before yeah. you before you do some searching. Yeah, before you're doing some searching there. <laughs> All right, you know that if you're trying to bribe a cop, it's probably best to offer more than $4.99. Unless you're this guy, and unless you're Crash and you love Taco Bell. (gasps) 27-year-old Eric Ariga from Washington was pulled over last Thursday. The police officer, you know, had a look in his vehicle and obviously saw a bit of cocaine in the center console Uh of his vehicle. Now, Eric knew he was screwed. Mm Mm-hmm. He's got his blow right in his console. Police officers are there. They see it. So Eric, being a crafty 27-year-old man, tried to make a deal. He asked the police officer if he could just forget about the Coke (laughs) in an exchange for a trip to Taco Bell. He he was going to splurge and buy the cop Taco Bell. He told the police Mm. officer that if he just wanted to leave his wheels, that Eric would drive him over to the Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Buy him a lunch and deliciousness of the police officer's choice. Mm -hmm. And if all would be forgiven over the blow in the console. It's pretty tempting. If it's just a bit of blow in there, turn a blind eye, you're getting free lunch. Well, believe it or not, the police officer turned Eric down. (sighs) And promptly arrested him for cocaine possession. He missed out on a Crunchwrap Supreme. Charges for the attempted bribe now, they're saying, could oh, be coming. Because no. he did try to do it with the Taco Bell. But it's so innocent with Taco Bell, right? No, it's not. And it was, I'm putting the picture up now, it was a lot of blow. Oh, it wasn't just a dusting? Yeah. How much blow was it? Like a brick in his console? It was a lot of uh, individually packaged. Oh, it was ready for resale. Yeah. Oh, I pictured just a little dusting. Oh, yeah, look at all that blow. Whoops. Oh, and he had it in a Crown Royal bag. That's a little more than a Taco Bell's amount of... He had a couple mason jars of weed. I was going to say, is that all his weed, too? He had his mirror to cut everything on. <laughs> <laughs> a couple He's got like straws. The, the cocaine kit. <laughs> he might have got a distracted driving, too, because he clearly looked busy. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, the, the good news is, is after the police officers posted it on Facebook uh, with the bust... And then, of course, with the bribe, yeah. uh, the good folks at the local Taco Bell came over and brought lunch for the entire oh, police crew. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Did the guy get Taco Bell? Team? No, he's oh, in prison. Okay. He had to watch them eat it. Oh, that sucks. We'll never know if there is a right amount to offer an officer, right? Because they'd never say. Yeah, because yeah, you might get the like the loosey goosey one, or you get the straight edge. Right now, obviously, the majority of cops mm. straight edge, not taking any bribes. I would but there must have so. been one in history that has accepted one. Like, I wonder what would get it done. Like on the EPS force. Yeah, none in here. Obviously, probably some city, some Calgary cops. Yeah, yeah, oh, Calgary yeah, yeah. cops. Yeah, would yeah. Take but I wonder yeah. how much it takes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it would take probably five grand. You think five grand? Yeah, that's I, the low end. That would be my low end. You want off? Like I shouldn't if, say if, if you want off. If, if, you want, if you want to get off, five grand. If you see me and if you yeah. want to get off, we're starting at five grand. That's why people wave at you. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I think people are just being friendly. Oh yeah, I'm just offering <laughs> nope. to get. They're they're waving their bills. Yeah, the I, dollar dollar bills. I, at you. I can see that. Dollar see makes that. me holla. Oh god. All right. For those of you who love Jolly Ranchers, uh, this is interesting. Do you like Pop Tarts? Uh, when I was younger, I ate the no-name Pop-Tarts, and they were okay. Yeah, were you Pop-Tart family? When I got, no. When I got out of the house, though, that was like a treat to buy myself mm. Pop-Tarts. We never had them growing up. Mm. Did mm. you toast them or just eat them raw? Well, that's the best thing. You really could. You could eat them raw. Yeah. They were better toasted. Mm-hmm. But if you were in a hurry, you didn't have like a minute. <laughs> yeah. You could eat them raw. When I was growing up, every now and again, I would get them in my lunch for mm-hmm. school. And because uh, as kids, we weren't allowed to use the toaster, I, we would just eat them raw. Yeah. They were pretty good. I actually don't mind them raw. The no-name ones raw? Bleh. I didn't have the no-name. We uh, had the... Of course. The actual right. Pop-Tart. Yeah. Came in the foil. Mm-hmm. They were delicious. <laughs> uh, well, Pop-Tarts has just announced that they are doing a limited edition of their breakfast treat. And it's going to be filled with Jolly Ranchers. There are three different types that are supposed to taste just like the Jolly Rancher candy would. The new flavors are watermelon, cherry, and green apple. Apparently, they're going to uh, be hitting the stores later on this month, and they will only be around for the summer. That wouldn't be too bad, actually. When was the last time you had a Jolly Rancher? I love Jolly Ranchers. They're so good. So why not throw it in a Pop-Tart? Yeah. Watermelon Jolly Rancher is one of the best Mm -hmm. like candy flavors. But you don't want it in a Pop-Tart? No. Really? No. I like them savory. What do you want in a Pop-Tart? Chocolate filling. (laughs) (laughs) Pure chocolate. (laughs) Just pure chocolate. Well, you can check those out uh, if you're a huge Jolly Rancher fan. Uh, All right, this uh, next story here is uh, pretty insane for anybody who is watching some adult movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, A man in Michigan uh, was arguing with his wife. And the reason why they were arguing is because he was indulging in some adult films. She wanted him to stop. So what did he do? He went and got his gun. What? And threatened to shoot off his own junk. No, what? I don't know why you why would Why would you ever do this? You let me watch my porter. This thing's gone. That's it's a, gone. Don't make me do it. You'll never see this again. <laughs> what on earth? Uh, well, she told him, whatever, go do it. Mm. So he walked into another room no, and fired didn't. four no. shots. Oh. <sighs> Now, here's the thing. Oh, she thought he did it. He did not blow off yeah. his own junk. Yeah. No no man in their right mind would do that. Instead, uh, she called the police. Oh. And they showed up to find him uninjured, but four bullet holes in the floor of the <sighs> master bathroom. And still watching porn on his phone now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the police obviously told him that he could not uh, just fire his weapon into the floor. Mm-hmm. He said he drank a 12-pack of beer earlier in the day. He said he started drinking around noon. Mm-hmm. He said he just wanted to watch some adult videos in peace. So she didn't even go check on him? She no. just called the cops. She just called She's the police. She's like, I've had enough of this. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Wow. Uh, he, of course, was arrested because you cannot just go and fire a gun. Uh, no. Floor. No. Do you think he was trying to and he just kept missing? I no, hope not. I think he was... Uh, he just I think, wanted to scare her? I think he thought she would care and yeah. she Aww. did not. And she would come in and be like, no! Yeah. I don't want to lose you, Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and that did not happen. No, she, she didn't give two ups about it. She didn't care at all, so he fired four shots into the floor. Alrighty, in sports, it looks like Nashville cannot be beat on home ice. They take a, took a 2-1 win over Anaheim in Game 3. The Predators scored two more times in the third, but both goals were waved off for goaltender interference. 
Nashville then scored late to win and take a 2-1 series lead. Ottawa Senators are hoping home ice serves them well in Game 3 tonight. Senators and Penguins, their series is tied at one apiece. And uh, this is kind of cool. But the uh, Edmonton Oilers GM, Peter Shirelli, is named mm. finalist for NHL GM of the yeah. Year. So not. Think he'll get it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he'll get it or not. I don't know who he's... Oh, I guess he's up against uh, Pierre Dorian with the Ottawa Senators and David Poley with the Nashville Predators. Hmm. He does sort of have the... That award is just for like teams that do way better than people think they will. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Like it so. blows everyone away. Yeah. What? They did what? Uh, have you guys noticed, though, that like all GMs or like CEOs have the same look? Yeah, they evolve into a certain look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they all have that black framed glasses. Even they, with radio. They all that's tend what I to mean. have they the same look. They all have that yeah. same general manager look. And they love awards. Yeah, they do love awards. <laughs> they do like giving themselves <laughs> pats on the back. We had to go we had to go host something last year and give away some radio awards and it's to all these suits. I'm like, yeah, you didn't do anything. And they all look like Peter Chirelli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They all did. Yeah. I wonder if they the rich people shop at the same store, I guess. Maybe they the same a, suits, the same glasses. But even their heads get a certain size. <laughs> right? It's, it's large headed. They men. lose their yeah. hair. Yes, he has large headed white men. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Huh, crazy. Well, he is up for an award as GMs do. <laughs> Good luck. Alrighty, it is going to be another cooler day today. Uh we are gonna see a mix of sun and cloud, eleven degrees for the high. But check this out. Today's the last day for the cool temperatures, because tomorrow we're gonna see a high of nineteen. 18 for Friday, 20 for Saturday, oh, nice. 21 for Sunday. So after today, we really start to warm up. Uh, 11 for the high today. It is 622, and we are already at plus three. Good morning. Okay, there was a, there was a kind of a funny thing that happened on um, Twitter over Mother's Day, and it kind of evolved because we've got Father's Day coming up in June, and it was ways in which people are realizing uh, that they are turning into their parent, mm. and a lot of it. Oh no, am I am I abandoning you, Mars? Well, <laughs> I'm waiting for the day I'm because your dad just for me to up and leave. Yeah, your dad just likes to um, mm. you know pack up and move on, and so a lot of it that I, I was reading through, like a lot of things that your dad used to do, or a lot of things that your mom used to do when it comes to uh, like habits, you eventually pick up. Yeah. So if there was a habit that your mom or your dad had, when you become an adult, you probably at one point are going to catch yourself doing that exact same thing. Oh, great. So, yes, Crash eventually one day will I'll just pick not up be here. and leave the show. I eventually will lose a tablet under my boobs. It's just... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. It's just what is, uh, is going to happen. Mm. I want to know from you guys, is there a weird habit that your parents have passed on to you? Mm-hmm. For myself, uh, I have a full-on panic meltdown if I do not go and check every single outlet... In the house, because growing up, my mom did it. Yeah. Oh, you were bad with that. I know, because she was convinced that leaving a curling iron plugged in was going to completely burn the house down. It was irritating, because Mars was literally unplugging everything. Um, I unplugged everything. Everything. Even if there's clocks on it, she unplugs it. I'm like, die! I have to keep resetting things. She would unplug the microwave. Yeah, I did at one point. Yeah, yeah. when we I had just the unplug- countertop on at one yeah. point, she would be unplugging that. Yeah, that's right. I had to because my mom 
for whatever reason, when we were growing up, it was her habit to run through the house and unplug every single outlet. Mm -hmm. And so now I do it as an adult. You've kind of toned it down, which is nice. No. But I, you're not unplugging alarm clocks. No, I'm not unplugging <laughs> the alarm clocks. But if the microwave was on the counter, I'd probably then unplug probably, it. Yeah, that's true. I most likely would. Thank God it's a built-in. It is a built-in, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to know from you guys, what habit have you picked up from your mom and dad? Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. We're talking about uh, things that you picked up from your parents. Yeah. Exactly. Like traits. Whether they were habits or yeah. whether it was, uh, m- maybe you just woke up one day and you're like, oh my God, I'm turning into my mom or I am turning into my dad. Um, my mom was uh, a semi-clean freak and everything had to be put away. I think I'm going the way of that. Yeah, you are like, actually. Mars walks through the house, things are flying over here, things are flying over there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Picking up, move this, put this away. <laughs> you are a bit of a. And Mars of a comes clean back freak. in the room and things get knocked over again. I'm like, what is happening here? Uh, no name on this text here says, uh, My boyfriend, I do this too, will crack eggs and put the empty shell back in the carton. Mm. I said to him, Why are you doing this? And he said, I don't know, but my mom did it that way all the time, so now I do it. This uh, she goes on to say, I absolutely hate though that he does it. Mm-hmm. When I'm making eggs too, I'll crack, like I'll crack an egg and then I will put the shell in the carton, but I will throw the shell you, out. You'll eventually throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember growing up, the shells used to always be in the container in the fridge. Hmm. Like you crack the egg, put it back in the uh, the carton, and then the carton just gets closed and put back in the fridge. That's funny you bring that up. Yeah, I remember that. That was throughout my entire childhood. Me too. That was so, the, the entire the whole thing my mom did. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to evolve to that, leaving the eggshells in the cart. Yeah. In the fridge. Uh, in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, this one here says, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. So our thermostat was never turned up very high. Mm-hmm. If you were cold, you were told to go grab a sweater or a blanket. I now enforce this in my household. Yeah. <laughs> I lose my mind if my significant other touches the thermostat, even though we can afford it. I keep the thermostat turned way down. If you're cold, you grab a blanket or a sweater. We know a few people that do this. Um, a few of, people that do, yeah. One of the do, old yeah. producers would shut the furnace off whenever they could. Uh, our boss, we were just chatting with him the other day. He's like, guys, this cold weather is killing me. I turned my furnace off. I woke up and my house was sitting at 12. Yeah. I'm like, what? You're not, you're not broke. Yeah. How much is it going to cost you to really just leave your furnace on and keep it at 17? So, so I went and I fired up the Audi and I cranked the heat. <laughs> yeah, he literally turned his furnace yeah. off and he's like, I just grabbed extra blankets. Yeah. I'm like, turn the furnace on. <laughs> you're not broke. You can afford a couple extra days of heat. You're right, though. He wouldn't turn it yeah, on. He's like, nah, it's good. Summer's here. Uh, this text here says, oh, my God, Mars, my mom did the exact same thing as yours. When I was growing up with the plug in the outlets. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have now inherited that habit. I literally check all of the doors in the house to make sure that they're locked, that the stove is off, whether or not it's even been used that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll even do it before I go to bed. My mom also instilled the fear of curling irons and hair straighteners that they will burn the house down if I leave them plugged in. I've actually driven home. Thinking that you left Thinking something Thinking that I left in, my yeah. hair straightener plugged in, and then I will, I've gone back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says that she will also take pictures of her hair straightener. What? Before she goes to work, that it's unplugged, so that during the day she can look at it and be like, oh yeah, 
it's unplugged. I took a picture Jeez, of it. Jeez, that's hardcore. Yeah, that is hardcore. Mars would actually unplug lamps, too. Yeah, I would. I unplugged everything. And now I have everything on a timer. And still, every day, she's like, um, are those going to turn off? I'm like, yes! <laughs> They've been turning off for the last two years on a timer. Like, Nothing uh, has changed. I think we've passed that time. So yeah. now, time to unplug everything. Like, no, the sun's up later. I adjusted the time. <laughs> yeah! Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489 Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Uh, we're talking about the quirky habits you picked up from your parents. Yes. Um, I'm just waiting for mine to happen while Mars is waiting for mine to happen, which is abandonment. Yeah, I'm waiting for you just to walk out one day and it's just going to be me. Um, but me and being Ginge sitting here. A little bit more of a neat freak, I guess that would be on my mom's side. Yeah, I'm, you are I'm a little. I'm constantly picking up now. Yeah, you're a little. I'm like, oh, I just don't like seeing things everywhere. Ah, oh, who cares? Do it later. <laughs> No, no, it drives me insane. I know. That's the way I look at it. Whatever. Uh, This text here says, good morning. I picked up my mom's driving habits. She drives aggressively. And I quote, she said, you drive like you own the road. LOL. That's Avery from downtown. Yeah. She now drives like her mother. Oh, I hope you pick up uh, your mom's driving habits. Oh, God, no. Then you floor it. Um, I would. She does drive ridiculously fast. Oh, it's great. Get so from point A to dad. point B. Yeah, I love driving in the car with them. It's like they used to care about their human cargo and now they don't. Yeah, that's okay. I should get a little nervous. Nah, don't worry about it. Uh, Kendra's on three here. How you doing, Kendra? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. All right, so uh, you pick up some quirky habits from your parents? Uh, yeah, my mom. She always like insisted that she has to wake up to a clean kitchen. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, really I'm beginning to be that. like that. But I just recently moved out, and now I understand it. Yeah, you don't want to wake up to a dirty kitchen, right? Yeah, and it's it's funny because now my fiancé, he's picked up his mom's where they used to use one side of the split sink for dishes. Oh, okay. Yeah, one, set, one side of the sink was for dirty dishes, and you always have one open? Yes, and I'm, no, put it in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. right. I'm kind of with you on that, because wouldn't you want to wake up to a clean kitchen every day? Yeah, and then, like, I work hard all day, and I have to come home and clean the kitchen. Yeah, no. nah, you don't want to do that. That's right. Mars is like, whatever. <laughs> I'm kind of like your boyfriend. I do the same thing, and the it was because sink? when we grew up, we didn't have a dishwasher, so the dirty dishes went on one side because the empty side of the sink was for... The butler. The the butler to, to finish it off. <laughs> for the water, yeah. yeah that's yeah. great. Thanks, Kendra. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, it's, uh, have you noticed that I've been doing that lately? Yeah, you have been doing right? it. And you know what I appreciate it? I do. It's, it's oh, I nice. bet you. Yeah, it's you nice do. having a clean kitchen, yes. <laughs> uh, Brad, you pick up some uh, quirky habits from your parents? Yeah, my dad, when I was a kid, and still to this day, whenever he's describing something for you to do, will repeat himself over and over and over again. Oh, my dad does that oh. too. So you ready to go nuts? Oh, yeah. no. I catch myself talking to customers, to my kids, to my wife, to my friends, and when I'm describing where to go yep. or how to do something, I'll repeat the instructions over and over and over again until I can see that they're starting to get mad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and you don't, yeah. you don't realize you're doing this. I don't until I see the look of anger on their faces. Yeah. Um, and, and then I catch myself and I'm like, oh, no. I am turning exactly like my dad. <laughs> yeah. At what age did you start doing this? Uh, I noticed it in my uh, mid to late 20s that I started doing it. Mid to late 20s, worse yeah. Worse the older I get. Oh, no. I apprentices at work, and I'll catch myself doing it to my apprentices. Yeah. And they're looking at me like, I'm not a moron. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the good news is you didn't do it during this call. Uh... I don't know. Well, not yet. You he, didn't do it. HVAC Brad, he doesn't even know if uh, yeah, you did. Yeah, He's true. like, I might have. <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed if I had. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's great. Yeah, love it. Okay, thanks, Brad. Yeah, you guys have a great day. You too, man. Take care. Bye. Bye. You know what, though? My dad does that, too. Like, yeah. if, there's a, if there's an instruction to be, you know, to be told, or if there's, like, I need you to do this. Like, I just imagine HVAC Brad telling his apprentices to do one thing 40 times, and mm-hmm. they're like, we get it. And he's like, no, no, but you got to do it this way. Yeah. And then just go back around. And then he goes back around and around and around. Yeah. This one, uh, this text rolled in, says, my dad counts stairs. As oh in, he counts every single stair he walks up or down. Mm-hmm. I do that too now. The first time a friend realized that I did it, she turned to me with a concerned look on her face and said, does something bad happen if you don't count them? She legit thought I was actually crazy. Oh, no. That's from uh, Jolene on the West End. And she says, P.S. There are seven steps on each flight of stairs in my house. Three steps to get in the front door. 47 steps to get up. Uh, the outside stairs to Scotiabank Cinema at West End. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wow. really count them? That's a lot of stair counting. Jeez. Um, Cody's uh, hanging on here sure. right at the top. You pick up some bad habits from your parents? Oh, I got a weird one from my dad. Yeah. No matter how careful he is, if he has pancakes and syrup, he gets syrup everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> Guaranteed he will have syrup in his eyebrows. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, it wow. Doesn't matter how carefully he puts the knife down, how everything. Yeah, and he you've picked up, up this habit. Summer. I picked it up this summer. Mm. Oh no! Mm. Yeah, I finished pancakes and breakfast uh, with my wife. Yeah, had syrup on my face, on my eyebrows, and I just looked at her and I said, "Oh no." <laughs> Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, I've got a a series of 15 billboards that are getting some attention around the city, uh, touting Edmonton as, quote, the city of champions. Apparently, they began popping up through the city yesterday afternoon. They've been purchased through a group of volunteers who are really intent on preserving that slogan. Mm -hmm. Now, this has been in the news now for a long time and Crash is getting mad about it. Well, because every time he sees it, he's like, how is just do why it is it coming not? so much in the news? Just do it. You know what? City of Edmonton, you still have the old wooden signs. Yeah, just slap her up. Slap it up and everyone can stop talking yeah, about it. Yeah, and then it's not in the news anymore. Yeah. Uh, they are saying that the Edmonton Oilers playoff run helps with pumping people up for the City of Champion, but they say that this campaign is much about other aspects of life in Edmonton as it is with the sports. And they, uh, the group says that it is, of course, something to be proud of and that we should be the City of Champions and that slogan should go back. I want to ask you guys, we'll do a, a poll right now, 56789. Should the slogan... Edmonton, the city of champions, go back up on all of the welcome to Edmonton signs. Yeah, a yes or no. Just a yes or no. We don't need explanations. Like you said, they just pro- do it. They probably have the old signs. Oh, yeah, still. guaranteed they're thrown in some lockup somewhere. Like in a locker like, storage? Yeah, all the retired signs from Edmonton. Just literally, whoever's in charge of that department, grab the signs, get in your truck, and screw them back on the sign. Yeah, Done. then these people don't need to waste their money on billboards. Like, how much money do they spend on this? Ads on those billboards aren't cheap. A Where lot. did they get the money from? Um, who donated their money for this? They might have. They're that passionate about it, that group of people. I'm not, I'm not got, 100% sure. I love your passion, but... Now, of course, they're looking at uh, to get some public opinion on whether or not the City of Champions logo should come back. 
Uh, they want it up by the end of the month. People uh, say they're confused as to why it was taken down in the first place. Gosh, we had that th- in the news a long time ago. I think I don't uh, even remember. I think Iveson said we don't need like a slogan for the city. Is that why what can't it was? we just be a great city? Okay, yeah, right? all right. Which yeah, I kind of get. But if if you still got the signs and if it'll get people to stop talking about this, just put them up. Hmm. And city of Edmonton, look at our app. People want it. Do people want 100% it? One hundred percent, yes. Everyone's yeah. like, yes, just do it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Nobody's yeah. saying no. I don't see any no's in there. This issue will be before city council on May 30th. And uh, I'm, I don't know, I'm guessing that if the public cries are heard, then Mm. it will be put back up, I suppose. But you will see those billboards popping uh, up around the city. Mm -hmm. All right, this story here is kind of insane. Um, By the way, the signs are still, someone said, I know where the signs are. Oh, yeah. Just put them up! They're shoved in a storage locker. They're stored somewhere. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you are going to see those billboards. All right. This next story here is kind of crazy. Listen to this. A judge here in Alberta has scoffed at what he is now calling a man's B-movie attempt to stage his suicide and assume a new identity to be avoid being sent to the United States on child luring charges. What? Uh, the judge uh, is, of course, of the Alberta Court of Appeal, dismissed this guy, uh, Robert Andronick's challenge. Now, of course, he was up for um, like he, child luring, child luring, yeah. and then he was going to be kicked out of Canada, mm. and he was going to be sent to the United States mm. to go and face those charges. Here's what he did. Records say that RCMP found an abandoned vehicle on November 30th right outside of Edmonton, near a bridge over the partly frozen North Saskatchewan River. In the vehicle was a suicide note addressed to his daughter. So he tried to stage his suicide by abandoning his car and And leaving a note. And just have it so he's never found. And just have it so he's never never found. Uh, Apparently, Mountie searched. They noted smudge marks on the bridge railing. So he made it kind of look like he got up there. And then, like, jumped over. And then jumped on into the partly frozen yeah. North Saskatchewan. Uh, they brought in a dog team and a helicopter, but there was no trace of this guy. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, he didn't jump. He fled. Did they get him? Oh, yeah, they got yeah. him. And that's why the judge was like, what on earth did you do here? Where did they find him? Was he sitting at a Timmy's? Uh, most likely, yeah. Well, he's, like, <laughs> stayed in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. The jump off a bridge scenario, um, they're saying with the suicide note, mixed with his frozen finances. Hmm. Uh, he thought he could pull off a vanishing act. Like, is this uh, because you're watching too much, like, disappeared on investigation discovery? Hmm. It's a good point. Right? You, you got to figure out how to do it. Make it look like you're gone. Yeah. Apparently, though, uh, the problem started to rise up on him. When banks were like, well, we're going to shut down. Well, yeah, because he needed the money. And he's like, well, I need my credit card. (laughs) You don't use your credit card. (laughs) You pull all the money out and do cash. Yeah. Uh, He was recently arrested and busted during a highway traffic stop here in Canada. Uh, The Canada's extradition process will allow him to seek appeal um, or he will have to go back to the States to face these charges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go to jail for something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. I think 
Apparently, though, they said that he did such a terrible job at trying to fake his own suicide and death yeah. that the judge said it was like a B-movie attempt. Uh, like it was really, so really was poorly super done. Super poorly yeah. done. And everybody saw right through it. Not like a good Hollywood flick. No. <laughs> not well thought out whatsoever. Hmm. All right. This is kind of cool for some grade six students uh, over in Saskatchewan. I wish that we did stuff like this. Um, there's an elementary school in Saskatchewan, a cut knife elementary school. The grade six class took a class photo. Mm-hmm. Remember when you had to do that? Yeah. Uh, well, this wasn't an overly informal one. It was just kind of the kids all gathered around the chalkboard. Yeah. And the teacher took a picture and printed it off. What did they do with that picture? Well, they attached it to uh, a helium balloon that was launched in the west field of the Saskatchewan town of Cutknife. Mm-hmm. And that helium balloon was so big, it took the photo of the kids up into the edge of space. Oh, that's pretty cool. Now, what else was on that helium balloon? Yeah. A camera. Yeah, it was. So the grade six class was able to see a picture of themselves on the edge of space. Hey, that is freaking cool. It went 30 kilometers into the atmosphere. Now, the students say that they spent two months testing the launch to iron out any kinks. Yeah. They say, though, that they were blown away not only with the success of the launch, but the quality of the photos that came back. Mm-hmm. Did you see the... Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at their shots there. That's pretty cool. I'll put a picture on uh, Snapchat. Um, did they... Obviously, they got it when it came down, right? Um, or did it, like, sure stream the photo? Because hopefully it wouldn't land in, like, Lester's backyard. I think it's... Oh, yeah. oh Jesus. Oh, what do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> Children falling from the sky. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. 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 Right, it's it's no, not good. No, Yeah, it's not good. I'm going to guess they uh, managed to track it. Um, that's just so cool. What a neat thing. Do you have to notify anyone if you're launching stuff into the atmosphere? Like, because everyone freaks out over drones nowadays. If I'm throwing a giant helium balloon with a camera and a photo attached, do you notify anyone? I'm just of its I'm just reading here. Or um, you just hope nobody complains. No, I think they just hope nobody complained. Like that's pretty cool. They they did recover the balloon. It was 50 or 60 kilometers away from the launch site, uh, just south of North Battleford. Hmm. The project was part of a grade six flight unit in which teaches students about the different ways of flying and lighter than air flight. Did you learn that in grade six? Nope. Nope. I'm um, kind of jealous. Now, we were doing pretty boring stuff. Yeah, we were doing stupid stuff like, like math and phonics. Yeah, <laughs> phonics. Kids don't even know what that no, is. No, I know they don't. That's what we were doing. We weren't <laughs> launching anything into space. No, I'm sorry. Nobody's hooked on phonics anymore. I know. That is pretty cool, though. I want to do that now. Yeah, I know. Isn't that neat? We should send the now staff to space. <laughs> <laughs> and just have us all floating around yeah, in the yeah. picture. Yeah. We'll send one of our GoPros up there. All right. For those of you who love cheese, maybe you can't stop thinking about cheese. Yesterday I was a, a cheese day. I ate a lot of cheese yesterday. Ginger, you a cheese guy? I know you're not an eggs guy. Freaking love cheese. Right? Do you? I love old aged cheese. Yeah. I love, like smelly, not like blue cheese, but like a potent, like yeah. old cheese. I want what? cheese as older than I am. Yeah. When I stole that cheese off that cheese board, well, I didn't steal it because I bought the cheese board. I just didn't finish it. Mm. Uh, Crash, I hate to tell you, but your favorite cheese on that board was the blue cheese that had the blue veins through it. Was that a blue cheese? Yeah. Oh, fancy. Well, you eat a blue <laughs> cheese? Yeah. Uh, in the restaurant, I never like buy blue cheese for the house. Mm-hmm. But like blue cheese on a steak, yeah. oh 
buddy. Oh, yeah, on a steak, totally. Yeah. Uh, can I just say, we talked about when Mars took that cheese, wrapped it up in a napkin, and hid it in her purse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. ate it. There I were two the slices. She ate it once, and then we went back there, and she did the same thing again. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, you can't do this. This time, you know, I took a roll, too. Yeah, she took a freaking took a dinner, dinner roll. roll? Yeah, 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 she took a dinner roll and put yeah. that in her purse. I'm like, don't, don't, don't. It ended up laying in her back seat for a week. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so she had stinky cheese and a roll in her back seat. No She's one. like, oh my god, this is what's smelly. <laughs> I said, don't take it. <laughs> this bread didn't keep. What a shock. <laughs> the bread with the roll yeah. is like a rock. <laughs> I know. I just love cheese so much. Well, if you're wondering why does Mars steal cheese, why well, I purchased the cheese. I just didn't eat it at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. A new study is out from the University of Michigan, which says um, that cheese can be just as addictive as crack cocaine and heroin. Mm. Uh, the study was called the drugs of the food world, and cheese is the number one thing that people can become horribly addicted to. Well, we were on the uh, LRT yesterday, and I had cheese in my pocket. I ate a piece of cheese. A little road cheese? Yeah. It was a... Um, it was a Balderson. The Balderson. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Balderson knows what they're doing in the right? cheese game. Yeah. That's so really I had a couple good. in my pocket. No bigs. What's what's your go-to <laughs> cheese? You're, you like the Balderson. You I do like carry the Balderson. Those. Yeah. I bet you're crashed like walking downtown with some poor guy down on his luck in the corner doing God knows what. You're like, I hear you, brother. I'm hooked on the stuff too. <laughs> oh, no. It's true. It's true. Uh, people are saying the truffle cheese from the Italian center is insane. Mm, truffle oh. cheese. That sounds fantastic. Another one here says, Crash, you realize that blue cheese is literally half mold. That's okay. He likes the mold. It looked good on the cheese board and it went well with the olives, which I found a new love for. I hated olives before. Yep. I love them now. I'm not much for an olive guy. Hmm. Do you like the, the greenies or the blackies? The greens. Oh, you got to try it the, with cheese. The black, the, oh, yeah, the black <laughs> so olives. Uh, but the green ones, oh, fantastic with cheese. Yeah, it's good. All right, uh, guys, this next story here is for you. Uh, let me know if this is a summer fashion that you would like to rock. No judging here. Mm. A new Kickstarter campaign has surfaced for a new line of clothing for dudes called the Romp Him. What? The romp him. It's a romper designed for men. And no judging? No no judging. Uh, Now, if you don't know what a romper is, it's a one-piece shorts and shirt. And usually it buttons or it zips up the front. Oh, is this a bro thing? You guys have a look at it and let me know. Look at all these bros together. Yeah, you can throw like um, the big like fluorescent plastic glasses, like sunglasses. Yeah. These bros in this picture are popping champagne. Yeah. I've never been in a situation where this would happen. Well, no, because you've also never been in a situation where a man is wearing a fur coat or a pink blazer. <laughs> and you've never been in a romper. Yeah, you've never been in a romper. Is this actually a thing or a gimmick? It is. This Kickstarter campaign was asking people for some funding um, to be able to manufacture rompers for men. They blew past their $10,000 goal in just one day. One day, these guys got more than ten grand. Right now, there are three different color options to choose from. Uh, a limited 4th of July edition, because of course, America. And each glorified jumpsuit also comes with an adjustable waist, zipper fly, and deep front pockets. Right now, you can sign up to get your romper delivered to you for $119 US. $119? Yeah. Ugh. I have some romper questions. Sure. Because uh, we get them for our girls. Yeah. Super cute in them. They're very cute. They're yeah. adorable. But for the gentleman rompers, I don't see like a fly. Am I taking the whole thing off when I have to uh, there's a myself? There's a button waist. Is there? Yeah. 
Well, a button, but there's, it's one piece crash. Yeah, but you can undo it where your uh, Johnson is. Oh, I see. For, like, bathroom stuff? Yeah, yeah. so it's, oh, got, okay. it's got a little button fly. Yeah. Um, if you're throwing down a two, though, you probably have to pull the whole romper down. Yeah, the whole romper's coming off if you're doing a two. If you're doing a one, it, it does say here that it comes with a zipper fly. And uh, I like this. I don't know if I could pull it off. But as a as a woman yeah. interested in men, yeah. how would you feel about a fella... Um, around. I don't know because see the thing is is if you go shopping right now as a woman you can buy rompers cute summer rompers right. for women would I want to dual romper yeah like you walking you wearing a romper and your dude wearing a romper so I put on my romper and then Crash puts on his romper and then we pick <laughs> oh, up oh we yeah. totally have to do that then we around. pick up your girls and my niece and their rompers and right. we just romp around yeah, I do it. You guys go to a ball pit or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it could be a really good time. Like you're not gonna hang out with that dude. No, right? but I feel I don't feel like it's far from what guys are wearing though. Ah, uh, that's pretty far off from what I'm wearing. I know from what you're wearing, but from other dudes. And look I, at what Ging is wearing. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think I can get away with it. You could pull it off though, Crash. I'm not pulling anything Couldn't he? off. Yeah, he could. He could. Yeah, he you could. could. could pull off a romper. Son of a bitch. You <laughs> Nice that yeah. would be in the summer just to wear a romper. I don't think so. Yes. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you could totally pull it off. <sighs> Yesterday I walked I, I by. I definitely will not pay that much for it. If I can find a cheap knockoff well, romper. It's the, it's the money now. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yesterday I was walking by um, Le Chateau and at uh, Southgate, and they have all their you know mannequins in the front yeah. windows and stuff. And I was slowly walking by with Crash, and I pointed at all of the male mannequins at Le Chateau, and I said, "You know that you could wear every single one of these because you've got that like super slender body, right?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "You could wear that, 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 and that." And Crash is like, no. He's like, where am I going to wear that stuff to? And I'm like, well, you have a high-profile job. You just dress low pro. <laughs> you could technically wear that here. Like, you could. You probably should. Right? Look what Mars looks like every friggin' morning. Thank you. I try. I make an oh, effort. No, I have yeah. to wait for this. I make an effort. You're just in a t-shirt and jeans. What but are you, you talking about? I classed it up. Today, this has buttons on it. Um, all right, look at these buttons. Those buttons. No, that's an old navy T-shirt. Yeah, no, it's three buttons. <laughs> you can't get a buttons. shirt. You don't no. have a full sleeve. <laughs> no, he's got a full sleeve. I just push him up to be oh, fancy. To be yeah. fancy, yeah. <laughs> Working man over here. <laughs> <laughs> got to pull up my sleeves for this yeah, job. <laughs> I can see that. Alrighty, in sports, the Blue Jays were doing so well. Uh, then they took on the worst team in baseball, Atlanta. They're at a league low with 13 wins, but they've gone two straight games now against the Jays in Toronto. Uh, both teams are now traveling to Atlanta to play two more if you want to check that out. Uh, in hockey, Nashville can't be beat on home ice. Uh, they took a 2-1 win over Anaheim last night. Ottawa Senators are hoping home ice is going to serve them well in game three tonight if you want to watch that. Senators and the Penguins. I hit the ice series is tied at one apiece. And off to Calgary we go for this next story where Calgarians Want to see the Olympics return? That was squashed, right? It's back. It's Mm. back. Uh, A group looking into if Calgary should bid for the 2026 Winter Games. 64% of those polled in Calgary and the Bow Valley say they are supportive or strongly supportive of a bid. Only 53% say they believe it can be done without breaking the bank. 
Hmm. So Calgarians yeah. want Everyone's that. like, yeah, and then as soon as they get into financials, they're like, forget this. We had sort of, the city of Edmonton floated the idea of like, hey, they are expensive. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we could Like a up. dual thing. They shut us out. Yeah, mm. Calgary told us to beat no, it. No yeah. thanks, Edmonton. That's what they said. They'd rather not do it than share. Yeah, we've got all the mountains we need. Apparently, they don't need a river valley <laughs> for the Olympics. <laughs> or a gorgeous arena. Yeah. Right? That's what we would be using the Winter Olympics for is mm-hmm. because we have an awesome arena while Calgary still sucks. Looks like a friggin' saddle. Really yeah. impressive, Calgary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, it is going to be a cooler day today, but I promise you warmer temperatures are coming. Mix of sun and cloud, 11 degrees for the high today. We're going to see 19 tomorrow, which is nice. It is 722, and we are at plus three. Good morning. <laughs> next story here um, I read and I thought it was interesting because there is a science behind being attractive and there is a science behind being irresistible or sexy. Mm. And here are some of the things that this study has found. Um, these are five things that will make you absolutely irresistible to the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for the yeah. list? Uh, number one, and I thought this was interesting. Number one is humor. If you're able to be a funny guy or even a funny woman, mm-hmm. then immediately, it's immediately like, hey. you are um, irresistible. The reason being, uh, science shows women like men who make them laugh and men like women who laugh at their jokes. <laughs> <laughs> For crying out loud. I, I do believe that, though. Right? Like if you can find someone that's genuinely funny. funny? Oh, yeah, like a funny person. Great. But if you're like... Going on a date, but you have cue cards, it's not going to work. No. Uh, here is the other thing that they found, and this was for both men and women. Uh, if men were funny and if women were also funny, mm-hmm. they were viewed as smart and smarter or more intelligent than other people. And apparently smart also equals <laughs> very sexy. Yeah. So if you're funny, uh, then and if you have a good sense of humor, you're going to laugh with people. Yeah. And then you start talking about smart things. Yes, and yeah. then and then you make people laugh, and people think you're funny. Yeah, and they think you're smart, hmm. which is uh, which is interesting. Uh, number two here is if you have a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Apparently, being liked is contagious, and if you have like a squad that you hang out with, oh, really? Then you'll be more attractive to the opposite sex. This works both ways for both men and women. I thought this squad is uh, too intimidating. Like, if you see a if girl... If I'm going to meet a girl and she's got, like, ten of her friends, I'd yeah. be like, yeah. I'd be but intimidated she, by that. Is she more attractive to you? Not necessarily. What if you're... now I'm looking at options. Okay, what if you're... Oh, <laughs> 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 well, now I've got 11 options. <laughs> now, you, okay. you ruined your night. <laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, for women, if you see a group of guys hanging out, mm-hmm. and there's one guy in particular that you like looking at... Uh, he will be more sexy the more to you the more friends that he has. Is that true? Or like me, are you looking at the rest of the group? I am kind of looking at the other options. Right, too. your like, eyes mm-hmm. will stray a bit. I'm like, well, he's hot. I'm like, single one of them. As you scan your way across, if what you talk about is sexy, if you're having a random conversation with a stranger, what you talk about can mean a lot. Now, that's not to say get dive right into the raunch. Mm. Uh, but if you're, um, they say that if you're just basically, if you're confident in what you're saying, if you have intensity in your dialogue, yeah. if you're able to carry on a conversation, uh, that is considered sexy. Again, I'm not saying dive into the raunch. 
that might come across as something else. But if you're confident in your speech. I feel like I kind of fall into that. Like I would kind of go within within 20 minutes. There would probably be some sort of innuendo. Oh, jeez, Crash, uh, trying to be. I know. There it is. Right? Yeah, there. Yeah, you're right. Maybe just end the evening. I know, I tend to, and I think that's because of where I work. I tend to cross a line pretty quick. Yeah. Where I think it's hilarious, and everybody else is like, <gasps> Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, especially if you're having some drinks, right? Yeah, and then and I'm And you're in a nervous there. situation already. I'm like, what are you guys, just a bunch of prudes? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> As Mars Motion carrying a wine ball. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not a glass. She's no, holding the wine ball. I literally was holding two wine bottles <laughs> during that. And then, then, of course, the last one here is if you make someone feel sexy. So, in other words, if you're complimenting uh, how they look, if you're complimenting what they're talking about, if you're able to, you know, wow. make someone I else feel can't attractive. Believe you wore the bedazzled underpants today. I, once again, you're oh. just you're just ruining it. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, I want to hear from you guys. <laughs> and you ruined it? Yeah. The time that you tried, you tried to be sexy. Mm-hmm. You tried to make yourself the most attractive thing yeah. you could be for your lover. Dudes, were you just like macking on a lady, being mm. like, yeah, I got it. And then you ended up making an absolute fool out of yourself. <sighs> yeah. Like Crash complimenting the bedazzled thong. That wouldn't go over well? No. What about if I'm like I'm I'm thinking you're wearing a bedazzled thong? Yeah, once again, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alright, the times that you uh, tried to be sexy, but you ended up just being looking absolutely ridiculous. I guess sometimes you go in like really overconfident. Yeah, and, and it, that just ruins it. It could be from something that you said, mm-hmm. something that you wore. I usually uh when I I'm just thinking back on the situations that I've been in. Um, I usually get tongue-tied, and I'll say something wrong. Yeah. Usually inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I'll, like, sweat and go, like, beat red in the face. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I just kill the mood. I find that, like, if I were... If I buy, like, a, like a lingerie... Okay, like, just, okay, just stick with me here for a minute. Okay, like, let's say I go to Victoria's Secret, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I like the new summer lingerie is out. Sure. So I, of course, pick it up. <laughs> and then, like, if I, if I put it on and then, like, lay on the bed like a... Like a kitten. You don't think that's sexy? No, I feel like I. I feel that's ri- that's ridiculous to me. Oh, I feel like well, someone so you'd be laughing doing it. I feel like someone would come in and start laughing. Oh, do you know what I mean? I don't think many would go in laughing. <laughs> what? I don't I know. I think many would just, go in ripping their clothing. But off. But okay, <laughs> but like just because you know, I'm not. I'm sort of an awkward person. Well, you're not, yeah, you're not the most graceful person. So if I'm like, what is that? <laughs> This is the bed. Okay. okay, this is the bed. Mars has this one hand me. behind her yeah, head. this is me. And then I've got my leg up like this. And she's grabbing the back of her knee. And then I'm... So you're showing off your buttocks. Yeah, and then I'm with my face. And you're I'm, pursing. No. Are you saying anything? No, I'm just laying there to be ravished. Just... <laughs> Ridiculous, right? Is that what you would say? It's so ridiculous. If, if someone walked in, they're like, "Wow, you like ravish me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and then everybody would start laughing. Uh-huh. All right, I want to read you this text here. Uh, five six seven eight. staying anonymous. Oh, if someone's been in that situation, oh. please call and share. It says our first Valentine's Day together. I had been working away all winter. I got home for a couple of days, so I booked a nice B and B in the country, hot tub, yeah. wine. I thought, hey, you know what? I'm going to bring these handcuffs I found in the nightstand. Why not? While epic fail. All he could do was laugh. No. Nervous laugh and then giggle. It totally ruined the mood and the night. Mm. Epic fail. 
See, that's another... I think I'd laugh at the handcuffs. <laughs> would you? I think I would. If someone pulled out some fuzzy handcuffs. And yeah, it was like, like okay, they, well, let's... Uh, if they're, like, spinning it around their up. finger. Oh, okay. And I'm doing yeah. this. What? Hey! Well, why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Alrighty. Uh, we're talking about uh, situations that you were in with your uh, significant other where you're trying to be sexy yep. and it just failed. Or were you trying to court someone? Court trying someone. Trying to woo someone. And it didn't work out. Yeah. Kaylee from Westlock says, good morning, guys. My husband decided he was going to throw out a shirt that had a hole in it. Mm-hmm. But instead of throwing it out, he decided to sexily rip it off in front of me. Because mm-hmm. it had a hole in it anyways. Yep. However, though, he didn't account for the collar and nearly <laughs> choked himself. Oh, no. It ended with both of us laughing hysterically and him being slightly traumatized. <laughs> Not very sexy. Yeah. Uh, right at the top here, I want to get to uh, Jess. Sure. How are you doing today, Jess? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Uh, doing we're fantastic. Doing well. All right. Was there a time when you were trying to uh, be all sexy with your significant other and oh it just God, failed? There's so many. So I have two, if that's okay. Sure, yeah, let's hear them. So one of them, I try to be really sexy. I'm a really awkward person. And I tried to do this really sexy dance and really get us in the mood. Yeah. And so I start with, like, taking off my cardigan over the shoulder and bring my leg up and remove a sock. And, oh, yeah. And I try to do one of those um, exotic dancer moves where you drop your tissue to the floor and I let out a really bad squeaker. What? <laughs> you farted? I farted. <laughs> It like it's hot yeah. and then, yeah, that's how it is. Right? Yeah, just a whole lot of hot air. Oh, no, 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 no. oh, no, oh, that is the other brutal. Thing that I thought is I had just gotten out of the shower and my hair was still wet, and I tried to, I tried to like snuggle up to him. And I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah, and I turn and I, I try to like do one of those scenes where they have supermodels in and they throw their hair back and they, they look really oh, yeah, like, like your wet hair flying yeah, around, sure. yeah. Like a wet, wet hair slip, but I was way too close to him, and he had bent over, and I clipped the back of my head with his forehead. Oh, oh. no! And I hit the dirt. Like, I, I ended up being knocked unconscious. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's and two skulls it, hitting. Yeah, because Jess is doing yeah. these. Oh! And then. Just a hot, wet mess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's oh, great. Best story ever. Thanks for oh, sharing that one, Jess. Thanks. You're yes. very welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, imagine doing that? Yeah, I, I feel like, especially the the wet hair. Oh. Uh, I, I feel yeah, like I can like see I you could, doing I that. I totally, totally do that. Uh, Brian, how you doing, man? Doing all right, thanks. Excellent. All right, so uh, something happened with uh, your friend and your wife? Uh, not my wife. My friend and his wife. Oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, what happened? They uh, they were over uh, having a dinner party, and they, they he started telling the story. She was absolutely mortified about oh, it. Oh, no. And uh, so she comes in in some lingerie, and she starts doing uh, doing a little move and going, 
That's what Mars was doing there. Yeah. He's thinking he's being all sexy. He starts busting out and he starts doing the. You brushed your teeth. She's like, no, no, I'm trying to be sexy here. That's right. Needless to say, he didn't get exercise that night. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, she probably put on her uh, bathroom and she's like, I'm going to watch TV. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. That's great. Thanks, Brian. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Oh. See, that's something that I totally would do. I'd be like, oh, I found the beat. You brush your teeth. <laughs> right? I like that. <laughs> Spencer in Edmonton shot us a text. He says, guys, I tried to cover myself in wrapping paper for my wife to unwrap me and to be sexy. Oh, no. She came home and saw me standing there taped up in wrapping paper and could not stop laughing. You're like, unwrap me, baby. She walked away laughing. <laughs> No, no, Spencer no, no. had to unwrap himself. Oh, oh No, you gotta have fun with that. Just start I'm sorry, staring, If right? I came home and you were wrapped up in Christmas... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, unwrap for a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Oh, Spence. Uh, Will's on five here. How you doing, Will? Not bad. Yeah, excellent. All right, so was there a time where uh, you or your uh, significant other was trying to be sexy and it just failed? Well, me. I thought I was a good dresser, but apparently I wasn't. Oh God! Why? What did you wear? Uh, I wore well. I wore nice, you know, nice pants, dress shoes. But yeah. I guess my uh, extra long Chanel sweater with uh, turtleneck. I guess it wasn't sexy. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. When, when you first put it on, were you like, "Damn, I'm feeling good"? Yeah. That's exactly oh, what I and who mentioned that it wasn't sexy? Uh, the girl that I went on a date with. Oh, me, uh, no. Did she tell you right away? No, she didn't tell me right away, but a little while after, she's like, you know, you almost didn't get a second date because you, you, you dress so poorly. I'm like, really? Just oh, oh. Like, oh, and you like, thought like, that yeah. was your, like, go-to outfit? It was. <sighs> Did you get rid of the turtleneck after that date? No, actually, I had it for probably quite a few years after, oh. and then after we got married, I think she actually tossed it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she had to marry you to get rid of the chenille turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, great. Okay, thanks for that, Will. Yeah. Okay, have a great day, man. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. So Will was wearing his turtleneck under his chenille. Yeah. Chenille. <laughs> chenille. <laughs> it was a different time. It was a different time, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know we're going to be late. I want to okay. get through all sure. these stories. So I got one more hanging on. Uh, let's go, uh, Anne. How you doing, Anne? I'm okay. I just dropped off the toddler. Oh, perfect. All right, so was there a time where uh, you or your significant other was trying to be sexy and it just failed? Oh, my God, I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) The two of us were just silly people, and we can't be serious about anything. Yeah. And you know, you always see on TV, they're all sexy, and they're all just being super serious. Let's get down to this. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided we were going to be a bit serious, super serious. Yeah. And so we got, like, a silk scarf. And I tied it, and it was above my head. And I'm like, okay, it's going fine. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he just stopped. And he laughs. I'm like, what? And he grabs the scarf and he pulls my head, my hand into my head and says, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting oh, yourself? Oh, we made you hit yourself. yourself. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, you are the worst person in the world. And then we just start laughing and then we can't keep going. Yeah, it just kills the mood, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Then, so then I'm like, okay, you can't be trusted with this. So then we didn't use it again. <laughs> Yeah, you put it away and just let it yeah. let it naturally happen. Yeah, and then it becomes a story, right? Because my friend's like, oh, you bought that thing. How'd it go? I'm like, well. Yeah, let me tell you. Yeah. Oh, so, Look, you're slapping yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, this is a very odd story. RCMP are now working with uh, families in Spruce Grove after a mother wants to warn teens and parents after her 14-year-old was seriously injured in a fight club initiated by boys at his school. Mom's name is Tanya. She, uh, her son is a grade 8 student at Woodhaven Middle School in Spruce Grove. He needed surgery from a fight that left him with a broken nose, a cheekbone, and severe injuries to his left eye. RCMP are saying that they are investigating complaints of, quote, a so-called youth fight club in Spruce Grove. They believe youth are using social media to announce locations throughout the city where they plan to fight. Wow. That is messed up. That's, so they, uh, they send someone an address and you have to respond kind of thing? Like I'm guessing. Be here or else kind of deal? Or else what? Like you fight here or... or they'll fight you somewhere else? I don't know. Uh, Tanya, the mom, says that the fight was videotaped and posted to social media. She said her son had to have surgery on May 12th to repair his nose. He has not been back to school since. This is, um, and she says she's very guilty. Listen to the rest of the story here. Mm -hmm. Tanya said on May 3rd, it was, quote, a normal day until she came uh, home at lunch to find her son, who usually eats lunch at school, walking up the driveway. Mm -hmm. So he came home at lunch. Normally he eats at school. Mm -hmm. Her son was very persistent that he didn't feel well and he wanted to stay home. But she drove him back to school. No. Oh. She said, quote, I should have just saw that something was up. It was an odd thing for and him to be at didn't home. Say anything, no. Yeah. But I wasn't looking for anything. I didn't see anything. A couple hours later, he texted her mm-hmm. before the end of the school day saying he wanted to come home now. She said, quote, just hang in there. 40 more minutes of school. I'll oh. see you after school. Less than an hour later, her son came home beaten and bloody. Oh, that poor kid. She says she can't live with the guilt of that. Well, yeah, you'd feel, you'd yeah, feel she pretty says she's, bad because you can't. Kind of could have well, prevented she, Yeah, it. and she said she just didn't see it. She says, quote, the guilt of me not letting my son come home that day eats me alive. Mm-hmm. I could have stopped it, but it could have been someone else's boy as well if I let him come home that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a terrible, terrible oh. situation. What and the you, hell? Youth Fight Club? Yeah. When I was in school, there, it was a big thing to fight. Yeah. Like and it was like meet after school and like the kids from JP would come over to Saint FX and and people would fight it in the parking lot. Yeah, my brother did that all the time. And it always it was yeah it was always par- like parking lot. It was always Ugh. in the parking yeah. lot. And it always baffled me that but everybody like just turned a, a blind eye to it. Too. Like a it random weird. thread on social media. It's like be here, gonna beat well, you up. She said that her son was approached at school yeah. that morning by a boy and his friends. Mm-hmm. He was confronted to join a fight. And, of course, that's terrifying. Yeah. They wanted to fight at lunch, and that's when he said, no. That's I, why he came home. I have to go home for lunch. Yeah. And then, of course, it... And then he said, well, up, after school. Yeah, the boy suggested after school, and then the rules were read to her son. Mm-hmm. That these are the rules. Quote, it was supposed to be a, quote, bro fight. What's what's a bro fight? The, this youth, A bro fight is this youth fight club, I guess, where, okay. where like, boys beat each other up. Like, there is one thing of, like, just, like, casually roughhousing, but no, this, this, this kid needed, like, facial reconstruction. Oh, yeah. Like, that's terrible. 
So what is it if you don't acknowledge it? What happens? Well, here's the thing: is like from someone who has like myself ran mm-hmm. from a number of fights. Yeah, gotten out of that. They they, they find they, you, of course. Yeah. So they would have just basically chased this kid home. Yeah, they would have. They would have, and if they didn't get him that day, they would have gotten him on another yeah. day, unless it was discovered and yeah, and kiboshed. And, and kiboshed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's devastating. And he didn't. He didn't want to tell his mom anything, right? Like too embarrassed to say Kids, anything. Kids, talk to your parents. Yeah, if someone's threatening tell. you like that, say something. Yeah, tell, especially something as serious as that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says, "I go to FX. That's where I went." Uh, there's always people trying to start fights between us and Jasper Place. Most of the time, it's the JP kids starting fights now with themselves because us FX kids won't get involved. Didn't that happen with you way back in the day? <laughs> yeah. So nothing it's has nothing's changed. changed. It's the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. This one here says a bro fight used to be getting drunk in a bar and getting into a scrap with the guy and then having a beer with him afterwards. Yeah, just like like light roughhousing, not mm. like annihilate someone. That's terrible. Hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a brutal story. Kids, talk to your parents. Yeah, especially something that serious. Yeah, if tell you're them. being threatened, tell them. Don't tell be someone. embarrassed to bring that up. Yeah, tell an adult because they will do something about it. Mm-hmm. All right, um, off to a lighter story here. Some travelers along Western Canada's Yellowhead Highway have noticed that the route's logo bears a striking resemblance to the U.S. President Donald Trump. And people are now saying that that's all that they see. I know. Initially, I saw this. I thought it was photoshopped, but it's not. Right? The head on what is Okay, because I now, now that I've done this story, basically what it is is if you're driving around the yellow, along the Yellowhead, uh, you'll see uh, like the Trans Canada number one sign and then the Yellowhead sign. And it looks like a picture of... A profile of President Donald Trump. Yeah, it looks like Donald Trump's side profile. And that's now all I'm seeing. And apparently that's now all everyone else is seeing. Uh, people have started to take pictures of the signs. And I guess it's all over like rural Saskatchewan and Manitoba. Oh, yeah, like Yellowhead, Alberta. Like that's... That's Donald Trump. Yeah, that's <laughs> like Donald Trump. Trump's mugshot. Uh, there are now Facebook groups for sharing highway conditions uh, where people are taking pictures of the signs. And they are joking about the similarities of Donald Trump being all over our Canadian highways. After all these years. God. What is it supposed to be of a man, right? Yeah, it's uh, like the guy's name was Yellowhead or something. A depiction of... Known as Yellowhead. Pierre Bostonace. I don't want to mispronounce that. Yeah. That's who that's supposed to Mm. be. But because Trump is... Is it like the guy that discovered the Yellowhead I believe so, yeah. There's some history there. And uh, and it looks like Donald Trump because he's so so in the news. Mm Mm-hmm. It, Here, I'm going to get a picture of it up for you guys. Realistically, yeah. He, oh, is it up there? Yeah. It's been in the news, but it actually does look like his side profile, right? Do you see Trump? I see a younger Trump. A younger Trump. Ginge, do you see do you see Trump in there? They've got the same haircut. Right? The chin and the nose could use a little work. Why does the... I'm just looking at the Manitoba yellowhead sign yeah why does why is the manitoba sign pointy nose and alberta's a rounded nose everyone oh. knows you manitobies have the pointy nose, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, yeah. pointy nose? you're famous yeah, for that. No. you're right that is weird it's a different it's a different it's sign. a different it's logo a different yeah. yeah you're right manitoba has a pointy nose whereas <laughs> alberta's weird. got more of a rounded nose why I didn't know you, you guys had booze nose. That's why. <laughs> Here in Alberta, we got the big bulbous noses because we're drinking all the beers. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know you guys had a yellow head out there. 
Yeah, it uh, ties into the Trans Canada Highway. Is it as good as ours? Uh, well, we only got a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. Single lane, probably? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice yeah. <laughs> and you're doing 100. Yeah, and you're doing 100. That's right. All right. Um, for those of you who are fans of Avril Lavigne, for whatever reason, this conspiracy is back on the internet. And that conspiracy theory is, is, is Avril Lavigne actually dead and has an actress stepped in to be Avril Lavigne? Now, that conspiracy theory originated on a Brazilian website back in 2011 that claimed that Avril Lavigne died after her grandfather's death in 2003. She was replaced by an actress by the name of Melissa Vandela, which is Avril's supposed body double. The theory goes as far to suggest that her record label released an already recorded album after Avril died and had Melissa pretend to be her for the promotion of the album and has continued her career as Avril Lavigne ever since. That girl is bang on. Like, is it? This is a side by side. That's Avril Lavigne. And the other girl. No, that's both Avril. No, I don't no. think so. No, this is a side-by-side. Side. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, claiming Avril has been replaced. Yeah, that's a side-by-side. Side. So, hold on. Who did uh, Derek Wibley and uh, Chad Kruger marry then? Uh, two thousand three. New Avril? Derek Wibley married old Avril. And Chad, Chad married, married new, new Avril. Avril. Hmm. I think. This would explain her, like, uh, music being uh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, she went down fast. She, after, yeah, she had a couple bangers and then just kind of disappeared. I think she was ill for a bit, right? Yeah, she had Lyme disease. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a horrible disease. And then she kind of came back from that, but didn't really do any music. But she was huge. Yeah. Oh, she's, yeah, worldwide. This text here says, not a conspiracy theory. It's 100% true. R.I.P. Avril. Mm. Another one here says, I saw Avril in 2006 in Italy. Now I'm confused. You thought you saw Avril. You thought you saw Avril. It was, in fact, the actress who's been portraying Avril. Mm-hmm. Wake up, sheeple. If you're looking at some uh, ways to waste some time today, Google the Avril Levine conspiracy theory. People are saying it's called She Aged. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's true, well, too. How old would she be now? Or is she? She's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> how old is Avril? How old is yeah, she? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Avril. Yeah, this side she'd by be side in her 30s. That's the uh, fake Avril. That's real Avril. She in her early 30s? Were she alive today, she'd be 32. 32, <laughs> okay. yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, Avril. R.I.P. Uh, but you can read up on that if you want to check it out. And here's another thing you guys should Google today as well. Uh, South Korea has a new president, which uh, I'm sure that if you follow the news, maybe you've seen a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody's talking about South Korea president. Uh, the reason being is because they are talking about his bodyguard. Why? The South Korean president's bodyguard is the hottest man in the world right now. What? His name is Choi Young-jae. And according to the Korea Times, uh, he is blowing up as the South Korean president's hot, hot bodyguard. Oh, he looks like uh, he looks like a model. He is very attractive. <laughs> Get he, me to South Korea. <laughs> he looks like a mannequin, doesn't he? He's a very attractive man. He's a flawless specimen. He is flawless. Oh, look, at look at him. Look at that. Look at this guy. I wouldn't think that he would protect me because he's all about the poses. His skin is unreal. How does he have the perfect pose all the time? His chiseled face? He's ready for action. Right? Oh, wait till the first, like, shirtless shot of him rolls out. Please. Oh, the internet's going to explode? The internet is already exploding. Obviously, there's a lot of ties that are being drawn uh, between Kevin Costner's bodyguard. 
mm. and this guy. Like, who poses like that? That guy poses. That's hot. He's got his earpiece in with the mm. coily wire coming down from uh, the back of his neck. Oh, man, he's good looking. And he's just, like, looking off into the sunset. He's look- <laughs> He's not looking off into the sunset. He's looking for danger. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Do you want a <laughs> Do you want a hot bodyguard? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, if you're like uh for you for eye candy, but I mean if you're of the same if you're not if you if he's of a sex you're not interested in, do you want someone more attractive than you protecting you? Like take the spotlight off you? Are you worried that being attractive he wouldn't protect? Well he'd be dis- he would be distracted oh. with all the attention. Look at him taking out someone that <gasps> was going for the president. Is that on set or is that like is that a movie what set? Do you mean on set? No, this is real life. <gasps> he looks like a movie star. <laughs> He's literally uh, punching some dude in the face to keep him away mm. from the president. Give that a Google. He is hot. Wow. Yeah, the internet is uh, <laughs> is blowing up over that one. All right, and this uh, last story here for you guys. This is insane. If you had a kid in high school, or kids, if you are in high school right now, would you volunteer to be sprayed with pepper spray? Um, I know I've joked about it on the show. I don't think I need to put my eyes through that. Okay, there's a high school in Ohio in the U.S., uh, Barberton High School, where the kids there uh, take a class uh, called Criminal Science Technology. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I probably would have taken the class. Um, As part of that class, kids were asked to volunteer to be pepper sprayed in the face. The parents signed off on it as well. They're like, this is a great learning experience. This is a great learning experience for my high school child to Uh be pepper sprayed in the face um, by an officer. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to play you the audio. It is disturbing. These kids volunteered and the parents allowed it. It is done by an Ohio police officer who says, stop resisting, please comply, and then fires pepper spray in the face of the students. And the kids literally stand there with their eyes open? They are lined up against a wall outside. Oh, no, no, no. It was videoed and put online. Have a listen. Stop resisting, please comply. Stop resisting, please comply. Stop resisting, please comply. Stop! Don't, don't open your mouth. Stop resisting. Don't open your mouth. Let's go, don't open your mouth. You can hear like the spraying and stuff. Don't open your mouth. Stop resisting. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jeez. This is kids that willingly had pepper spray in their eyes. Oh, my God. This is horrifying. Who would sign up for this? What did they think would happen? Oh no! (laughs) This is a. It's like a snuff film, right? And this was a controlled situation. This was a controlled situation. Parents signed off. Parents signed off on it. Um, High school students, they voluntarily were pepper sprayed for their criminal science class. And it is, uh, it's got mixed reviews. Let's just say. Who would sign their kid up for that? I don't know. He's just dousing their face in pepper spray. He wasn't wasn't gentle with it. No, and as they're screaming, he's like, Stop resisting! Right? <laughs> no one's resisting. Their eyes sir. are like bleeding. <laughs> That's, yeah, people are like, it sounds like they're getting murdered. Yeah, yeah it does. Just, the audio is pretty intense. They're getting pepper spray in the face from a, a police officer. Uh, Chris on text says, "I have been sprayed. It sucks, but I would take it over being tased any day." Have you oh, been tased as well, Chris? If you've been tased, give yeah. me a call. I want to know what that feels like. 
Don't yeah. come in, though. Just call. <laughs> well, you know, if he's being sprayed and tased. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, up yeah. to no good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's up to no good. Guys, I brought my pepper spray. <laughs> uh, people are saying they had to be pepper sprayed as part of their sheriff training. Mm. It said, goes on to say the students are being a bit overdramatic. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> They're saying it's bad, but it's not that bad. If you're being trained as a, like a cop or anything, do you? Is it mandatory you have to do it? I'm, or volunteer? I'm, I'm not voluntarily. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know. Uh, I know cops have to take a tasing. They do have to. Yeah, they take. That's a not voluntarily. No. Oh, that's a t- uh, so you respect the power of your of what you're carrying. I don't think you have to get shot, though. Ironically enough, <laughs> weird. Uh, this text here, not sure if it's from a police officer or not, says police officers have to be pepper sprayed and tased as training. Oh, so don't know. Yeah. Another one backing it up, mandatory for both. Oh yeah, yeah. When you go through EPS, you have to be pepper sprayed. Oh, mm. oh, that sucks. Another one here says I was pepper sprayed at a house party when I was in university. No. Uh, the university kids, we were all kicked out. We were not happy about it. It was actually one of the worst experiences ever. Like, did cops come in and pepper spray or someone Someone, pepper spray Someone, there? I think they, the party got broken up. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no thank you. Well, you can check out that video. Alrighty, in sports, I got a ton going on in hockey. Uh, first of all, Nashville took a win last night over Anaheim. 2-1 in Game 3. Nashville scoring late. Uh, to take that 2-1 series lead. Ottawa Senators are on the ice tonight. They're hoping, um, I guess, the home ice is going to serve them well. Game 3 goes tonight for the Sens and the Penguins. Their series is now tied at one apiece. And uh, the Blue Jays taking on Atlanta right now. Um, both teams travel to Atlanta now to play two more if you want to watch some baseball. Alrighty, it is going to be a cooler day today, but I've got better news because tomorrow... Uh, we're warming up. We're going to see a high of 19 tomorrow. Today, uh, a mix of sun and clouds, mostly cloudy, though, throughout the day, 11 for the high. It is 825, and we are sitting at plus four. Good morning. Okay, it's amazing how many people wow. have been tased and pepper sprayed. Like, majority of the situations coming in, it was a voluntary basis, right? Yeah. Unless yeah. you were actually in a situation where you needed to be Can I? I have to read you this text. This huh. is insane. It says, good morning, guys. When I was in Girl Guides, we um, went to get our police badge. So if you're in Girl Guides or Brownies or like Cubs, Beavers, yeah. you do you get little badges when you complete certain mm-hmm. you know tasks. Or, them on. Sure, yeah. that's right. We went to our small town police station and we were curious about pepper spray. spray. So at the small town police station, we stood against the wall. What? And they stood us up on a table. Oh, and he stood up on a table. Okay. So all the girl guides stood up against the wall. Yeah. And the police officer at the small town police station stood on a table above the girls Mm -hmm. and lightly sprayed it over our heads. What? Some of the girls were gagging and crying within seconds. Why would you do this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other girl guides did nothing. It made my nose tingle and my eyes almost water. But for others, it was way worse. We were 12-year-old girls. It was not an actual spray to the face, mm-hmm. but it was a spray that Just was above our heads. Air, yeah. Oh, my God. So what did he say? Like, look up, girls? No, I think, I think he lined all the girl guides up and said, if you want your police badge. 
<laughs> Where did you do this? She doesn't say. It's just a small town police station. This sounds like America. He stood on the table and then lightly pepper sprayed above the girl guides' heads. Sir, girls, if you want your badge, I spray you in the eyes I and spray, pepper spray. That's right. Jeez. Don't you cry either. Don't you be a little girl about it. You lose badge every tear you drop. I was like, but I am a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Uh, well, tons of people have been uh, sprayed with pepper spray sure. and tased. I want to jump to um, Blaine here. How you doing, Blaine? I'm good. Excellent. All right, so you've actually been tased? Yeah. Why? Jeez, Blaine. Why were you in a situation I, that you needed to be tased? I volunteered. Oh, my God. Why? My wife's cousin is a cop. Yeah. And he was like, he was on duty one night, and he had popped by the house, and, and we were just talking, and we were chatting, and I was like, I wanted to know what it was like yeah and so he's kind of like well okay and so and i mean he did it as as minimally as possible so he didn't use the he only used the contacts on the gun he had it as light as setting and he just just a light t- a light trigger or trigger yeah tap, he just kind of um, tapped your body on on the, on the trapezius muscle which is like the thickest muscle he's like okay, i'm gonna do this on muscle i want you to you know just kind of brace relax yeah and then he did just as lightly as possible yeah and and i freaking went down like jello oh no way and i had like a vampire bite for two weeks really and it was just yeah. a quick done just, just, a, just a tap and it knocked you out like oh. you hit the floor oh hit the floor wow wow yeah. were there any like aftershocks um, no, no, it was just, it was like, yeah, but the muscle actually, yeah, the muscle hurt for, for a couple of days. Yeah. And then you just get the like vampire bite and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Would you ever do it again? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Text Crush and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. Still that four vehicle collision, 97th Street southbound at Greasback and 137th. Uh, people are saying it now looks like it might be six vehicles. People are just running into one another. So so watch out for that. And if you do see anything else, let us know. What's the worst thing that you've had in your eyes? Oh, my gosh. I've never been pepper sprayed. Like, some of the stories here are... Like, like even accidental? Yeah. Listen to this one. says, this past Mother's Day, my son cooked dinner and had a few drinks. My two adult children took turns tasing one another with a taser they got online. (laughs) My son said it hurt. My daughter said it wasn't as bad as she thought. I'm picturing the tase to be like the, uh, we had this old military, like, charging box to run a phone in the field. Mm. And I don't, somehow we got our hands on it. I think my grandpa probably found it in a dumpster. Sure. But as kids, we would play with it, and you hold on to both probes. Oh, I think it's way worse than that. And, oh, I don't know. You crank it. If you can crank it really fast, yeah. it's literally like you grabbed onto a uh, plug socket. And just held on to it. Because you can't let go. Your muscles go like this. Yeah. And you're like, ah! <laughs> and my brother's like, no! Yeah. <laughs> Probably lost a few brain cells. You know that no person under the age of 30 knows what you're talking about, right? Yeah, no, no. With the crank charging station. The crank charging yeah. station. That the military would use. Yeah. Um, let's jump to uh, Cody here. Hey, bud. Good morning. How's it going? Good. 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 All right. So did you get tased and pepper sprayed? Yeah, I used to actually be a cop. Oh, yeah. I got both tased and pepper sprayed. (sighs) Between the two, I found the taser a lot more painful. Oh, okay. So, those kids is kind of, like, horrifying, because I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) (laughs) So, it actually is not that bad? Yeah, well, I mean, it it is bad. It does hurt, but, I mean, it's not quite...
quite to the extreme that that uh, recording had it. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, the, it was a group of kids that were all lined up against the wall, and the, uh, the the officer who was giving the pepper spray sprayed it. Like, he wasn't right up against their faces. But it's but, hitting them. But it's hitting them. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, the stuff does hurt, and it takes forever to, like, actually get your eye sight back and your vision and yeah. like, all the stuff around your eyes gone. Yeah. Yeah. But you would definitely take a pepper sprain over a tase. Oh, yeah. Any day. Like, when I got hit with the taser, I involuntarily screamed. And even though it lasted five seconds, it felt like an eternity. Oh, brutal. Mm. I know. Some people are texting that in. That it, like, hits you immediately. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Okay, thanks for sharing that, Cody. And I'm taking a call. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Alright, you guys are sharing sharing your stories rather of being tased or pepper sprayed. Uh this text here, I don't know if there's a name on it. Nope, no name on this one. Mm. Uh says, Good morning, guys. We were in the beer line at K Days. The guy in the line in front of us was trying to talk to the chick in front of him. He was drunk and kind of annoying, but whatever. Well, she turned and opened fire on the entire crowd with pepper spray. What? I got a direct shot to my eyes and my face while I was in line. It was horrible. Like right in the eye? Yeah, because, you know, this person's in line at K-Days. Yeah. And the guy in front of them is being a little, you know, drunk. The girl in front of him gets annoyed, so she turns and pepper sprays or whatever she has on her. The drunk guy, but hits everybody in line behind them. Uh, Police arrived, and the officer was asking me who it was, and all I could say was that I don't know. She is very lucky, though, that I can't see. Mm. We had to go to the medics on the fairgrounds. It was hard to breathe and to rinse the eyes. It was terrible. I still taste and smell the spray, even as I type this to you guys this morning. Jeez. Everyone says it lingers for a long time, right? Uh, how about this one? It says, worst thing I had in my eye was whiteout. I was in white class. Out? Yeah, whiteout. I was in class and I had accidentally put too much whiteout on the paper. I blew at it to dry it out and somehow it shot right into my eye. It immediately covered my entire eye and I couldn't see a thing. Whiteout? That's frightening oh. actually because what do you do? You have to emergency eye wash station. Yeah, that. like hit up an eye wash If station. you've got one. We don't have one here. Well, no. There's no reason to get things in your eye here. We've got whiteout here. Where? Who's even using paper besides you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mars with her like ink quill. Well, no, I I have a book. I write things down. You're right. I use a lot of paper. Yeah, I do. You're right. She actually demanded a ink well be put into the (laughs) desk over there. So I can dab and type up my ink, Jeez. I want to know everybody's name that I'm talking to, so I write it down. Uh, Let's go to, uh, oh, let's take Dylan here. Uh, Something happened between you and your wife? Yeah, so we were, well, we were, it was a group of friends. We went uh, camping in Nordegg, and then we were heading to uh, do a hike. So we parked at the uh, top of the trailhead. Yeah. We were walking down the trail. There was uh, six of us. Yeah. And then uh, about four minutes into the trail, we saw a cougar oh, yeah. in front of us. Yeah. It was always up, but we were like, oh, okay, well, let's just turn back. There's no point in going this. We'll just do a different trail. Yeah. So, uh, so we head back to the vehicle. And then uh, we saw my buddy and I, there was a family camping. So we're like, oh, we better go tell them they're camping right near the trailhead. Yeah. So we walk over there and say, hey, we just saw a crew up the trail, just let you know or whatever. So so we let them know and they were like, okay, yeah, we're packing up anyway. So, and then we're uh, walking back to the vehicle. My wife and her sister and uh, another set of friends of ours were standing there at the vehicles. Yeah. 
and uh, they uh, they test. They, my wife was testing the bear spray. I didn't know at the time. Oh no! <laughs> no, don't no, test no. it. Oh no! She wanted to see if it would work, so she sprayed it, and there was a bunch of hollering, and everybody was closing the vehicle doors. And uh, my buddy and I were about 30, 40 p- paces away. Yeah. Out of wind, of course. And uh, I was just about to kind of holler and say, what's going on? And then uh, mist hit my my friend and I. Oh. And, we, uh, and it, it wasn't too bad. My buddy hit the ground. And I, we both kind of cr- cut cross wind. And- yeah, because she sprayed it into the wind and you guys were downwind. Being like, hey! Oh! <laughs> Snap Crash and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the worst thing that you've ever uh, had fly up into your eyes. Mm-hmm. Listen to this text here. You ready? Uh, is there a name on it? Yeah, Dakota, North, uh, South Side. She says, good morning, guys. When I was younger, I cracked a glow stick too hard. Oh, no. You know, to get the glow sticks yep. going, uh, it opened up and sprayed right in my eyes. The glow stick, I believe, has glass shards in it. Because it's like a glass tube that you snap on the inside, right? So I believe the tube is filled oh, with glass shards. It flew so up into her eye. She would have had mini glass shards in her eye. She said, my mom grabbed my head and ran water to rinse my eyes out. I swear, uh, the water was changing color as the glow was dripping from my eyes. Black, red, yellow, purple. It was bizarre. The red's blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota, that was you losing your vision. <laughs> yeah, she said it hurt like hell. Uh, Lynette's on three here. How you doing, Lynette? I'm good, thanks. Excellent. All right, so uh, did you end up getting something in your eye that was terrible? Yes, I was curling my hair. Yeah. And I dropped the hot curling iron into my eye. What? <clears throat> like you caught your actual eye? Yeah. Oh, burnt, what happened? It burnt, it burnt the iris, and I got a blister. <gasps> it was the worst pain. I had to go to the hospital, and they froze it. Mm. I had an eye patch for three days. I couldn't see anything. Ay, ay, ay. Because they would probably have to, like, pop the blister and oh. relieve the pressure, right? Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Off a curling iron, just going... Yeah, just sizzle. I was yeah, because you're just, like, rushing away. through curling Sure, hair. and your eyes are open oh, or yeah. you're looking up or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, I was getting ready for a date. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Concert. Yeah. So I ended up going to the concert after. With a cool <laughs> eye patch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I had a... I patched on my eye and it was frozen. I had good drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually made it to the concert. I made it to the concert. I didn't make it all the way through because the freezing came out and I ended up back in the hospital. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back in the hospital, intoxicated yeah. and on medication. Sure, and the pain was just exactly. intense. Uh, did your yeah. vision come back okay? Yeah, it did. I was lucky. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, anything burning your eye. That's brutal. Oh. Okay, thanks for that, Lynette. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay, have a great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Call Crash and Mars. Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Uh, Talia sent us a story about what she got in her eye. Yes. She said her cat jumped up on her bed while she was laying down, dug his claws to get up right through the, her eyelid ah! into the eyeball. No. She said she's never felt pain like that. Oh, and just like the dirtiest claw yeah, that right probably just came out of the litter yeah, box. Yeah, and all of that weight, too, of a cat, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, launching, they launch off. Launching off your eyelid. <laughs> oh, my God, Talia. Oh, I don't wish that upon uh, anyone. Uh, Diane, how are you doing today? Good. Yeah, excellent. All right, so uh, what did you end up getting in your eye that was painful? Uh, I put clear care solution in my eye. Was that the contact not- care? Yeah, it's not like the usual solution that I put. And the usual one that I put is like, it's 
basically eye drops too. So I was like, oh, every other solution is basically eye drops. Okay. The main ingredient is hydrogen peroxide. No, oh my God. No, no. <laughs> yeah. And my, so it like burns so bad as soon as I put it in my eye. Yeah. And my boyfriend is an optician and we literally just had a fight before that. Oh, no. So I call him and I'm like, I'm so mad at you, but I need your help. <laughs> And Mars 56789. Join the conversation. 1023 L Radio. Oh my God, you guys, with the things that you're getting in your eyes. This, I had uh, the gas. Uh, I got yeah. a stick in the eye when I was snowmobiling. I saw it coming. It just stabbed yeah. my eye. That's when I uh, had a maxi pad on my face for a week. <laughs> Rather than an eye patch like this, as Albertans get. <laughs> I had a nice, thick maxi pad. That's right. Uh, this text here says my brother was a plasterer and they were taking the scaffolding down. The drill was bumped by a board and it had a three-inch screw on the end. What? The screw went right into his eye. He instinctively pulled it out. Oh. He then had to climb down two stories of scaffolding and had to go to the hospital. Four hours of emergency surgery. Only 80% vision now in that eye. Wear your safety goggles. And this is just, did the like screw and the drill hit him or it's, just the screw? I think just the screw... But it says the three-inch three screw was on the drill. Oh, there. okay. So the weight of the drill coming at Drilled you, Drilled it into his face. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, Lisa, how are you doing today? I'm good. So I have a gasoline in the eye. So oh, no, no. What happened? Yeah, so um, I, it was a few years ago. I was trying to teach my son how to properly fuel up a car. Yeah. He was quite a bit younger. And uh, I told him we were kind of in a hurry, so I said, I'll just throw 50 bucks in. No big deal. But I had the auto fill on, on the gas Yeah, the click thing? Yeah, Yeah. and he, I was throwing some garbage out, and he noticed that it was nearing $50, so he whipped the nozzle out of the gas tank. No, he didn't! It went right in my face. Did he point it at you to be like, Mommy, it's done? No, I think she was standing in... You know, he was... 15, so he wasn't like mommy anything. Oh. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's 15 and he ripped it out? He, well, it was approaching $50. I guess. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, he just didn't know about the autofill. Anyway, but I had my contact lenses in, so the gasoline, it doesn't melted. matter how tight you squeeze your eyes closed, mm-hmm. it's getting in there. Oh. oh my god. So it melted my contacts and fused them to my eyes. Oh so. no, no, no. So the, the gas station actually had no eyewash. So I fumbled to the door and somebody came out and helped me to the sink. Yeah. So I'm like trying to throw water up from the running faucet. Yeah, throw it in your eyes. Anyway, ambulance was called. They came and they can't transport me because I'm covered in gasoline. So what? to add insult to injury, yeah. I had to strip down to my skivvies <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> and I've got my eyes closed because I don't know who's in there, who's watching, or, or I'm sure there's a YouTube leaked. Oh, no. oh, Lord. So they right down to my shoes, my socks, my pants. I literally had on panties and a bra, and they walked me out to the ambulance oh. and then took me to the hospital where they removed my contact lenses, flushed my eyes. Yeah. But as you're walking down the hospital, you can just hear people that you're passing going, Right, because you just reek of fuel. Mm. Oh. It was horrible. Yeah. That is horrible. Day, I still cannot get the smell of gas. If I smell it, it still instantly sends oh, it's me an immediate I flashback. Well, that's such a horrifying thing to go through. Uh, yeah. After it was all said and done, uh, you got your eyesight back? 
Yeah, everything yeah. was good. Just, you know, around the drops. And then you go home and you shower like something out of the crying game. Call <laughs> <laughs> Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. We're talking about things that you got in the eye. This next text, I think, Crash, is going to make you squirm. Or eyes. Yeah. Or eyes. I don't know if I can... Uh... Hit me with it. I can handle a okay. lot. says, guys, this is a sweet story. Are you ready? Okay. I got a zipper stuck in my eyelid. Why? Oh. I told you. Why? I told you. Oh. I was in grade six. My skin was completely jammed inside the zipper, the eyelid itself, after trying to put a zip-up sweater on over my head. Oh, my God. And, like, zip it up over your face and you caught your eyelid. The sweater was zipped up and it wouldn't fit over my head. Mm. So I unzipped it Mm. right through my eyelid. (laughs) (laughs) That is terrible. Uh, I'm going to say you had to go to the hospital for that one, right? Just says, worst morning ever. Sweet story, though. Worst morning ever? Yeah. That's a terrible story. That is the worst story we've received. You must have went to the hospital. Grade six, probably. I would imagine mom probably came and picked you up and took you to the hospital. Yeah, the teachers would be doing exactly what you did. Leave the situation. (laughs) Hands up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, man. Because I know the pain on the man part. Oh, if I see a zipper on an eyelid, I'm out. Right, and then the sweater's hanging from your eyelid. It's yeah. like, help! Yeah, that's right. My help no one kicks no, in. No. See you later. Okay, we'll do another one here. Uh, we'll go with uh, Michelle. Did you get something in your eye? Yeah, I, got, I, I must do terrible things to my eyes. I've had <laughs> surgery and stuff on my eyes. But younger, I got a paper clip, paper cut with a file folder. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but the worst one was... I must have been like 12 or something, and I was helping my grandma clean. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it was all broken inside, but I was hanging, I was going to put one of those, you know those things you hang on the toilet bowl? Yeah, the little smelly thing. Yeah, like it's, it's bleach and cleaner. Yeah, but yeah. It was broken inside. Yeah. When I opened it, I just threw it all into my eye. Oh, like Holy the, smokes. Like the pack exploded in your face? Yeah. Oh, no, no. How bad did it burn? Oh, God, it hurt so much. And we're trying to rinse it out with water. But as we're doing it, the stuff keeps dissolving. Mm, yeah. Oh, it was just over and over. It was like a good, like, two, three hours of trying to get the stuff out of my eyes. Oh, I bet. It hurt so bad. Yeah, and when you're trying to do it with the sink, it's mm-hmm. not really flushing your eyes out, right? Because you blink and it's inside your eyelids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's brutal. Oh, that's... <laughs> rock in my eyes. Yeah, like little chunks of bleach. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, thanks for that, Michelle. Thanks, bye. Text Crash and Mars 56789. Join the conversation. Now radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.